Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car Our advice you could go far Fuck things up and we make mistakes Talk about our sexy dates It's getting hard for this to Welcome to episode 59 of the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today. This is Mrs. H Gets Intolerant on Your Asses episode. <laughs> In fact, we're calling it the Room 101. And if you haven't heard about Room 101, we'll be explaining that shortly. But first, before we get there, we've got a few things to pick up, right? All right, yeah. I'm going full DJ mode. <laughs> Baby, you just ain't seen nothing yet. Backman Turner Overdrive. Uh, well, uh, what have we been? What, what have we got coming up? Wow, you, you have gone all smashy and nicey. Smashy, nicey, nice, yeah. not our mate. <laughs> what have we got coming up? Yes, we've got Desire. Well, in fact, when this comes out, you never we mentioned are, it. I did. Did I not? <laughs> you met costumes like. Gathering pace upstairs. I know. Mm. Yeah, I know. So we still can't talk about the costumes on the show. No. Because we will be revealing because them. Because there's too many of them to go through. We only have an hour. Well, to be fair, I'm not even sure we're going to get out of the country with the volume of costumes that we've got. I can got. only hope you get stopped and searched. I, so I, you can explain half of the weird paraphernalia in your case. There there may be... Um, literally, so I was on the front room floor... Uh, just today, mm. and there was uh, fake fur, there was spray paint, there was glue, there was Velcro, <laughs> um, and that's just my normal everyday wear. <laughs> but it was just one costume. The, the, there is one costume that has had a lot of attention. <laughs> and it will get a lot of attention. It may do. It is the it is the weirdest, weirdest thing known to man, and it is a weird, strange reference that's in the middle of nowhere. So I can only hope... That one person, at least, gets what it is. <laughs> will that make it all worth it? It will if do. If one person comes up to you and says, Mr. H, I know what this costume is. If just one person <laughs> believes in you. Then it will be totally enough, worth it. Then long enough believes in you. Yeah, that's totally, totally what I'm going to go for. It's just, right. it, like, I, I'm sure more than one person will get it. Because I have tested something. Oh, they'll something. get it. Oh, they'll get you'll it. You'll get it wearing that costume. <laughs> well, you know. We'll... I don't know what you'll get, but you'll get something. Well, maybe. That's that's the thing, anyway. Hives, maybe. What? Extremely hot. I Well, I don't think I'll get too hot. So whilst there is fur involved, actually, the reality is um, that, that it's not fur all the way round. So there's just a little bit of fur on it. Shall I tell you what I said this morning that was really funny? Go on. Please do. Well, you were there. Because I told you and you thought it was stupid. Okay, go on. I thought years ago, when I was a teenager, mm -hmm. that men had hair all over their penis. You did say this. It's true. This I is a genuinely, huge leap from... genuinely thought, when I, before I'd actually seen them, <laughs> I thought hair grew all the way up the shaft. Did you? Yes. That's a very cosy penis. It's It'd a bit be weird, very actually. warm. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> My cock and balls are hot at the best of times, but with an extra fur. Was was the hair all over the balls as well? Like in, in, yes. In, in, I'm imagining it like a bear. 
Well, what reminded me is when we were watching Big Mouth. Yeah. And um, the hormone monsters, uh, little multiple penises that jump around and they're all furry. Mm-hmm. They're so cute. And I remember looking at them thinking, oh my God, I remember thinking that that's what men's penises we actually like, look like. Oh, my closer furry <laughs> penis. <laughs> well, looking back, I'm very glad they are not like that because imagine putting that in your mouth. You would get like fur balls. I, I'm struggling with the concept of putting a cock in my mouth, let alone well, a furry yes, one. Well, yes, but if you had to put one in your it, mouth... Would it be a furry one? You wouldn't want it to be completely covered in like fur, would you? No, no. Do you, no. What was, was your thought that people shaved their penises? Yes, I guess so. Okay. So imagine my surprise when I did see one and it was not all hairy. Were you like, ha ha, you've not hit <laughs> puberty yet? <laughs> well, no, but my boyfriend at the time, very, very... Uh, many years ago um, did laugh for probably a good half hour at the um, the weird misconception I had that his penis was going to be hairy all over oh, good I'm glad glad that you've uh, brought this up and embarrassed yourself uh, it's fine I thought I'd share it with <laughs> thank you thank you for, <laughs> thank you for, for sharing that so uh, stuff coming uh-huh. up we're in desire we're going to do uh, next week or next episode we're going to do a bit of a roundup on our desire experience we're going with the swing set Okay. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how that compares to last year when we were away with We Got a Thing and Swing Down Under. Mm. See if there's any difference. Uh, seeing if our costuming has got any better. <laughs> <laughs> and see how things things are going there. What else? What have we, what have we been up to? Uh, I don't know why I said that in a weird Italian accent. What have you been, been up to? It's a me, Mario. What have you been up to? Eh? <laughs> it's my brother, Luigi. Uh, well, I'll be honest. I've had quite a heavy Pokemon week. Not really? your interest in that. No, heavy, heavy flow week, heavy Pokemon. Oh, gross. No, I've had a really good week for Pokemon. Have you? Yeah, I've yeah. done some raids. And we watched um, Defective Pikachu last night. How dare you? You gotta be the very <laughs> best. I've only got to sing that and you you, you cheer up anyway. I know. <laughs> I really love watching it again. Oh, I'm glad that you did. I really did. And do. Uh, we went to Nottingham. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. We got to play the Labyrinth board game. You remind me of the bay. What bay? Bay with a power. What power? Power of voodoo. Voodoo. Remind me of the what? <laughs> and who were we with? Because she messed messed that up at that rhyme and didn't get it right. Well, there was me about to talk about how sexy and amazing well, they, they are were. Amazing and the and first sexy. thing that you've gone in with is a cutting jab to the thorax with getting the lyrics to uh, Magic Dance wrong. Truth hurts, and I can't forgive that. Okay, so we were with Emma Stone and Barney. <laughs> yes, we were. And uh, they put us up in their amazing house. Yes. Um, we were blatantly spoiled. Oh, yeah, it's fab. Really, really spoiled. Um, and we went to a board game cafe and we played some sort of best of British game. Yeah. Which is ironic given the state of our country right now. I oh mean, we're God. not regularly yeah. political, but by the time we come back, we may or may not be in the European Union. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? All is all happening when we're away. I know, that's what I was just... So how bizarre. Is, that, is that, yeah. Was that not what I just pretty much said? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. So uh, we played the best of, best of British. And the Labyrinth board and game. And the Labyrinth board game. Which I loved. And who are you in the Labyrinth board game? Um... Oh my god. Sarah. Oh, I didn't want to be Sarah. Bad Sarah. I want to be the fucking Goblin King, but no, apparently he's a centerpiece and nobody can be him. No, you can't you can't play as the Goblin King. Disgusting. Well you sort of get to play as the Goblin King for other people. Yeah, but I had to be Sarah, who's lame. You weren't even Sir Didymus and (laughs) Brutus. Well, I had to be Sarah, fine. And I was Hoggle. I don't think I can deal with a Hoggle voice. Unless I'm really, really drunk oh and I'm not thinking about it. Let's try it in Desire when you're really, really drunk. Yes, let's try many things in Desire when I'm really, really drunk. <laughs> it's going to be my mantra. We're going to run with it and see how I'm it I'm really, out. really drunk. I'm just going to try it all. Yeah. 
Let's give it a go. See what happens. Yeah. Suck it and see. Is that really going to be your mantra? No, not really. I should write, uh, this is recorded for prosperity. You no, have to stick to that now. This, this is recorded for the podcast, <laughs> alone prosperity. So your mantra is going to be, suck it and see? Probably. Brilliant. <laughs> I think many people might hold you to that. Really? You might live to regret that. Many people might hold me. You never know. <laughs> we'll see. So we went and stayed with them in their lovely, lovely house. Because they've, mm-hmm. they've not long moved into a new house, which is cool. And we had some pretty sexy times with them. Really fab. What happened? Do you want to tell? I, you took this moment for me to pick up an ice cube and eat it. Where did you find an ice cube? In my glass. In your glass. It's like you're My walking... glass, not my ass. In your ass. Your ass ice cube. <clears throat> no, in my Negroni. Your Negroni. Oh, good. Mm. So we um, had some sexy playtimes. Yes. And at one point, she had a collar on, didn't she? And was oh, blindfolded. Oh, yes. And I got to play with my strap-on. You did get to play with a strap-on. Mm-hmm. So she was blindfolded. Obviously, we had a level of permission around what yeah. was going to go on. Um, and then you got to fuck a woman with a strap on. Yes, I did. Uh, and I know you've done that before. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Because I'm completely drunk in the time. Television banana. Yeah. So that was really hot. Yeah. That was really hot. She seemed to enjoy it. She did. Yeah, I know. Right? That was all pretty sexy. It was very sexy. And then they treated us to a lovely breakfast the day after. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Have to see them again, I think. Uh, yep, definitely. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for that. Thanks for a wonderful <laughs> night. So in summary, uh, nice house, sexy times, look great, sexy fun, good strap breakfast. on, good breakfast. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good... It's like TripAdvisor. <laughs> Fuck advisor. Yeah. Yeah. Although, good, good God help us if that ever happens and they do bring out some kind of weird rating system. Well, we did find ourselves wandering around Nottingham looking for some, for a bite to eat, so maybe we should deduct some points off for that. Yeah, perhaps. But then they cooked and it was really nice, so nah, kind of yeah, swings, swingers around about. Swingers around about. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> so that's what we've been up to lately, so thank you very much for, for putting up with us and playing Jackbox, which I enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Which cool. is cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yep. And what else has been going on? What else has been going on? Fuck all, really. Just costumes. This, yep, you and your costumes. And we did our bit for, for being good today, which is quite nice. So yeah, uh, Mrs. H's dad has um, is, has been home for a few weeks. And we finally managed to get him and her mum out in the wheelchairs. Yeah. And that was a struggle, I think. We could, let's be honest. It's like one flew of the cookies nest. It was a little bit, wasn't it? <laughs> it I found myself sitting in this weird environment with uh, this like torrential rain around us. <laughs> like... It was very odd. But it was good. We managed yes, to get them out. So that was really yeah. nice. So um, we did our bit for world peace today, which was which was very cool. And now it's a countdown till Hollybobs. I know, right? Well, technically, by the time you hear this, we, we will be on like day two yes. of Desire, which is going to be awesome. Okay. So this episode is about Room 101. I have been looking forward to this. So basically, it gives Mrs. H a chance to be an intolerant witch and talk about all the things <laughs> that she hates about everything. Um, well, Yes. Essentially, <laughs> yes. you can't really sugarcoat it. Yes, it will be um, very much a list of things that I don't like. Pet hates. I think what I want to I want to give some framework or context to this oh, before I, I was, I'm very fascinated by the subject. Well, I, I know you are, but before we jump into it, um, yeah, as I was so going to talk do, about this amazing well, framework. Well, well no, I, you're going to talk about Room 101, but I want to talk uh, a little bit about the fact that actually we talk a lot about how wonderful the lifestyle is. Yes, that we make mistakes and we fuck things up. That's in our theme tune. But actually, um, the lifestyle has brought us an amazing amount of friends, benefits and sexy times and Mm -hmm. fun and adventures together. But it is not all good stuff all the time. And there are some things that start to wind us up. Yeah. And Well, 
start to wind you up, particularly Mrs. H. <laughs> and if there's one thing that Mrs. H loves to do, and it's not in a sexy way, it's moan. <laughs> and bitch about stuff. So this is an episode designed to give you the opportunity to tell our listeners, thank you gentle listeners for staying with us thus far, uh, some of the things that you dislike about people that we've met. Well, that's not true. It's not about people we've met. It's so none of this refers to any people that we've met ever. Maybe observations of things in the lifestyle. Okay, fine. But you get to talk about things that you've observed... I, that you don't like. I do, but I'm generally a little bit more tolerant than you. Oh, you're so Jedi in your ways. These aren't the droids we're looking for. <laughs> anyway. I bet even a Jedi would have things that would go into Room 101. Like Sith. Well, Sith happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else would a Jedi put in Room 101? Love. Sand. Yeah. Gets everywhere. Of course, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> Master Obi-Wan would be very grumpy <laughs> if you saw me doing this. <clears throat> that would be hilarious. What would a Jedi put things into in 101? Well, that's not what the show is about. All right, maybe that's a follow-up. Yes. Fine. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's one for our secret unknown Star Wars podcast that we haven't started yet. <laughs> All right, okay. So, Room 101. Yes. What is it about, wife? All Tell right. us. So, Room 101 uh, has really quite an interesting backstory for me. So the concept came from George Orwell's novel, 1984. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Are you just going to conduct the whole thing in song? Do, 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 do. Well, it's better than Lion King, which is what you were doing all day today. Do, 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 do. <laughs> she's holding back, she's hiding about room 101. I'm not, I'm trying to talk about it, but you keep singing. Why don't you tell us all the stuff that stops us from sexy fun? <laughs> All right, so Room 101 was the torture chamber in 1984. Mm -hmm. And George Orwell named this room after a conference room at the BBC where he worked. And it was a room where he would have to sit through many, many torturous meetings. Mm -hmm. And he so named this conference room, Room 101. It's like listening to us. (laughs) (laughs) You are currently in the purgatory that is the Bed Hoppers podcast. (laughs) Can you imagine? Like like hell being the definition of being stuck in a lift with us playing oh for 24 God. hours a day. Can you imagine? <laughs> and every now and then you'll break into some Disney song. No, I won't. <laughs> yes, you would. Sure. And then as if by magic, Bradford would probably turn up. And the two of you would probably just serenade the poor son who's in the lift with you both. I can show you oh. the world. There you go. There you go. Right, anyway, so Orwell introduced this Room 101 in his novel. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, the room contains a person's ultimate breaking point. So their worst nightmare, their fears, or their phobias. But for you, it's just shit you don't like. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) I mean, as much as you've romanticised... I haven't romanticised Well, as much as you can romanticise Orwell in his delightful 1984. Right. uh, I think also the year that He-Man and Transformers came out, but I might be wrong on that. It might be 85. Anyway, as much as you romanticise that, this is really you talking about stuff that you don't like in the lifestyle. Essentially, it's people's pet hates. Yes. That they could banish to a room... Forever. Yes. And there was a radio show and a TV show. In the 90s, it was a radio show, absolutely. And then that then um, moved into a TV show where celebrities could talk about what they would like to put into this room so it could disappear forever. Yes. So it's the thing that is the worst thing in the world. The thing what is the worst thing in the world? The thing that is the worst thing in the world. All right. 
So some of the funny things that celebrities put into Room 101. Transformers, the Michael Bay stuff. Well, I'm going to put it in there anyway for you. Okay, all right. Would you put Michael Bay Michael in Bay, Michael Bay's Transformers stuff. Even though we've got one <laughs> playing in the background. Look, there's Grimlock walking around a fucking car park or <laughs> junkyard. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's not fun. It's not sexy. It's not cool. <laughs> so you would put Michael Bay's Transformers in there yes, to begin I would. with? Yes, I would. I would agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I'd be tempted not to include the sort of recent Bumblebee root semi root. I had a lot of soul. I liked it. It was, it was a lot more fun. However, the Michael Bay... One to five. Yeah, they deserve to go in there. I agree. Yes. Some of the things that celebrities put in there, though, Mm -hmm. were cricket. Which celebrity? Uh, Angus Dayton. Okay. So he put that in there. Hang on. Did did you go back to 90 fucking forward to get that (laughs) reference? It's like half the audience. I used to to watch Room 101 because it was with Paul Merton and I used to really enjoy it because obviously I like to moan about shit. Yes, I know. Anyway, another thing that went into Room 101, which you'll probably really like, is Welsh people. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, the most funny thing was someone put the Beatles into Room 101. What? Oh my God. Imagine that. What? Do you want to know who put them in there? Uh, was it... Uh, it was me. Was it you? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> Hang on. You'll never know how much I really love you. <laughs> You'll never know how much I really care. So that's that's the concept. Who put them in there? Ian Hislop. Ian Hislop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find him and stab him in the thorax. <laughs> Right. With my Apple pencil. He speaks very highly of you as well. He, well, he, he's Ooh. generally, oh, throwing your coaster on the floor. I'm so sorry. How disgraceful. Yes. How delightfully unmiddle class, dear. So, so now we understand what uh, the, the concept of Room 101 is, then I'm hoping the audience will be a little more tolerant to the fact that essentially it's my opinion about the things I'm banishing into there. It's okay. not a shared opinion. Okay. These are my pet hates. So you're going to chuck... The concept is, right, okay, yes. so the concept is... You That's say, my caveat. All right, okay, so bear in mind that we all know that Mrs. H is an intolerant wench, mm-hmm. right? Two, these are all her opinions. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I'm not three, trying to upset people. No, no, but you'll try and chuck this in, yeah. and I will talk to you about this problem and see whether I agree yeah. whether it should go in room 101 yes. or not. Yes, Okay, fine. And I, if, I think some of them you will agree with. Okay, fine. Like Welsh people. <laughs> I don't have a particular hatred of Welsh people, just the country. (gasps) (laughs) Oh my God, how dare you? You always have a go at me when my Welshism comes out. I I think it's because um, when I went, the first time I went to Wales, I think I got punched. Did someone try and set fire to you Um, in McDonald's? No, no. I can understand But then when we went back to your your hometown (laughs) and we saw McDonald's get held up, by someone with a plastic knife. Been there knife. five minutes, standard. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't have a massive... I mean, I'm sorry, Welsh people. Um, it's fine. You know, I don't mean to generally diss your country, but my experiences of it have not been amazing, <laughs> to, to be honest. Well, you got me out of it, so... Yeah, that's true. Good. Something got, good came out. Yeah, but you're not actually Welsh. Well, I pretty much lived there my whole entire life, Anyway, right, come on then. Room right. 101, me wench. Oh my god, am I allowed to go first? Yes. Yes! Oh my god. Since this is the episode that you've been banging on about having for so long, you might as well go first. Oh, do you think finger banging is going to be on my list? Yes. Number one on my list. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, why? Because it's shit. Can it go in room one, please? Um. (laughs) 
All right, okay. Let, I, let me expand a little bit. All right. Fifty Shades of Grey has a lot to answer for. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's mommy porn, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, as a mommy. loose term. Mommy porn. That's what's been fucking dubbed. American. Uh, you <laughs> suck. Mummy porn. That's better. All right. Okay. All right. So I think it's given the kink scene and the BDSM world a terrible, terrible um, kind of whitewashing of this is what it is and it's offended lots of people but and it hasn't got it right it hasn't got it right but it has introduced them to the concept now i agree my take is is that they could as as intelligent hopefully human beings Mm. read 50 shades of gray and go i would like to do this kink shit (laughs) this kink stuff Uh, this this feels like it might appeal to me however i need to go and explore more and find out about it therefore i'm going to go online or go and read a book Mm. or go and seek out um dungeon master from dungeons and dragons or whatever (laughs) and find out more about it or listen to life on a swing set for example so as a concept do you think it's been good because it's raised awareness and it's caused people to maybe expand and have a better sex life yes right however i also feel and believe that it's a little bit dangerous in the way that it presents a kink relationship yes and i agree and this is one of the reasons why i want to banish it because not only is it a clumsily written series of narratives oh, loosely yeah. framed around the Twilight fiction sagas mm-hmm. and it's just painful to read and watch um, but I think it's just as a concept it's poorly executed and I think responsible for a lot of people getting things really wrong. So what I don't understand is um, and I've I've had a look at the books and I've had a look at one or two of the films. I think you made me watch them. I made you watch them. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> now, you only watch them for pure comedic value. No, no. You also made me watch some of the Twilight nonsense. Yeah, I so, did. I, yeah, I have to say I did. <laughs> I get that they are taking a level of imagination and, and pulling in um, some interesting topics and actually presented in the right way. They could be quite interesting. In fact, that submission programme that we watched it was actually better <laughs> it was and it was very very similar that's actually available on blu-ray i think next week from what i gather but only in the states not available over here sorry people from the uk you'll have to import it and then change your blu-ray player oh well or we'll watch it for you and give you like an overview <laughs> we'll attempt to we're reenact not like it a, not like a reenactment service <laughs> it's not like larping or whatever yeah you can go out in the woods and we will reenact that porn film for you <laughs> fuck that shit anyway so i, I for me I'm not sure I can chuck it in the Room 101 bin because I think it has done some good in that it's brought this sort of stuff to people's attention. The way it's done it, wrong. The way it sets up relationships, wrong. The quality of the product, bad. But mm. actually, there is some good out of it. So I, I'm going to deny. I'm going to block you. My inner goddess is not doing somersaults. Really? Yeah. My my style is deflecting you. <laughs> You kind of block my style. All right, what's on yours? No, come, come on, on, come on. We're going to go through some. Do yours. I get another one? Yeah, yeah you, get, you get a couple. Oh, all right. Next on my list. And this is a combo. Could you say that any more salaciously? Oh, next on my list. All right. Dick pics. Yep. And this is accompanied with open Janine shots. Dicks going into fannies. Okay. So the whole plethora. Dicks and butts. I uh, hadn't thought about dicks going into butts, but I guess it comes under the same umbrella. What about butts going into dicks? That's just ridiculous. So the, the plethora of 
pictures that saturate um, my Twitter feed, our fab stuff. It just winds me up. If I see another open fanny, it's, oh, I can't stand it. I can't stand the dick pics. I can't stand the jizzing cocks. I can't stand the dicks going into fannies. It's, the whole thing makes me feel like it cheapens the whole thing for me. Yeah, and it actually yeah. makes me slightly dirty to feel am I even a part of it I think there are, yeah I think I agree with you on this one because yes. I think <laughs> yes <laughs> I, I think that actually the, the you know you can do a sexy dick pic and a sexy fanny shot I but, agree but you can the reality is is the vast majority of them are just a some sort of gynecological close-up camera right. shot of said said item so I'm it's just too I, much. I wouldn't chuck all more. dick pics necessarily, all funny pics in there. But no. I think the cheaply ill-thought-out ones without any artistic license. Like, do you remember when we used to look at Rate My Dick Pic? I used to love Rate My Dick Pic. Critique, critique My Dick. Critique My Dick, sorry. Oh, that was such a good Where side. people could send in a picture of their dick pic and the actual quality of the picture, not the dick itself, no, was no, rated. No. The actual, the, the actual the, the picture. photography, the, the lighting, concept, the, the creativity, absolutely. all that sort of stuff. And I think actually that was a really interesting take That's on great. it. That's great. And it would the, rate them like an A, B, C or D, wouldn't it? And yeah, it yeah. Or tell what, what we could have done differently yeah, and yeah. how appealing that would be for them. Like it was a college art project. Yeah, and how well does it land with the recipient, that yeah. kind of thing. And I, I still think there's there's room in my kind of um, lexicon there for having some dick pics sent to me. That's fine. As long as they're not just, here's my dick. Mm. Oh, look, it's a jizzing dick. Now, to be fair, brilliant. you don't get many dick pics sent to you. <laughs> Most of them are me. Probably because they hear me say, I fucking hate dick pics. <laughs> well, people can only listen to you so much, dear, without, without switching off. So, you know, maybe they just didn't get to You wait now. We'll just get loads of dick pics. <laughs> they're, they're being forwarded directly onto you. So, okay, jumping on the, the pick bandwagon. Oh, go on then. So, bad pictures. Define a, bad picture. So, ill thought out. So, and I'm referring particularly to Fab Swingers. Dot com. But this is our experience of the lifestyle, broadly speaking, but I'm sure it applies to other sites mm-hmm. as well. So if you're taking a picture, thinking about the frame of it, the, the, the quality of it, the background and what it's trying to show. So not just dick close-ups of dicks and fannies, but also, I mean, if you've got an empty bucket of fucking KFC in the background and some child's <laughs> Lego or whatever spraying across the thing... Probably not going to cut the mustard in terms of being a quality picture. If your dirty laundry is all across the place, you know, it just think about your surroundings and what you're trying to represent. Build a bit of your character into your pictures. Maybe that is their character. What, that they're fucking <laughs> filthy and they live live in some sort of, I don't know, some crack den. I mean, it just... And I get not everyone... So I get that people are going to be in different environments and they all go through different lives. I absolutely understand that. But actually... You don't need to show the whole room. You don't. You can crop the fucking fi- picture, picture, picture. You, mm. you can actually, you know, you can do different things, and you can look at shadow. You can look at light. You can turn as, you know, your lights off, and then I don't know, put a your torch thing on your phone or whatever it is, and create some interesting pictures. It doesn't have to be some muppet stood there, the arms down by their side, and whatever. <laughs> and, and I like to see a bit of personality in a picture. You know, who are you? What 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 is this you know what are you about what what's your sense of life what do you like what do you enjoy kfc uh, yeah well that's probably not the best way of lego. presenting it lego yeah <laughs> shall i tell you why i'm slightly on the fence about putting this in there why because i've spent some quality time scrolling through these terrible pictures myself and laughing my ass off 
I think one of my favourite ones was this picture of, and there was supposed to be the picture of the woman, I think, but in the background, there was a dude, no word of a lie, sat on a settee with a cat, sat on his tummy, and he was eating a pasty. And I remember zooming in on this picture and thinking, this is fucking gold. <laughs> my life is complete tonight because I've seen this awful picture and it's made me properly laugh out loud. <laughs> and I think, you know, there is there is some merit and humour to it, but it's, it's sad that, that people present this view of themselves. And I don't think it takes a lot to just... You know, it doesn't matter what you look like. Actually, it's much more about how do you present yourself and how do you think I about... I have no idea what the woman looked like. I was too busy laughing at the dude in the background with a cat and a pasty. No, I know, I know. So, bad picks. I think I'm going to let them go in there because ultimately I do agree with you. A bad pick is terrible and it doesn't really do much to want you to get to know the person. No, it doesn't. But I will miss laughing at these, um, these wholesome uh, picture <laughs> frames in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've got... Couple here that I'm going to chuck in. All right. Not like, you know, physically a couple, like someone we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be poor form. So for me, badly written profiles or bad profiles and also spelling and grammar. God damn it, that was on my list. God damn it, I'm going to do whatever I want. Oh my God, I knew I shouldn't have written this when I was eating tacos. You were <laughs> looking at my list. No, I wasn't looking at your list. You were shielding it with your hand. With my taco. With your taco. <laughs> you had your taco <laughs> out on the table, taking a massive picture of it. So for me, bad profiles um, just don't give you any sense of who the person is. Especially those that put, I'll fill this in later. Oh, that is the worst. And like, you want someone to fuck you, right? That's half the point of you uh, being on here. Generally, I think you... that's probably the underlying thing they're trying to achieve. Some so, people, but even if you're not, and actually what you're trying to achieve is some connections or friendship, right. then again. So, so you want friendship, or you want someone to fuck you, or you want someone to watch you fuck you, or, or watch you fuck, or you want to watch someone else fuck. Broadly, that's, you know, a quick mix of the, the plethora of things that are out there. But if you want to do any of those things, you've got to put a bit about yourself. No one's going to be interested with just like, oh... You know, my interest, the, the, the pre-ticked boxes are, mm. I don't know, anal, um, group play and ropes or something, whatever it might be. Dogging. And then dogging or something. And then, then <laughs> in your profile, it's like, yeah, we're, we're a fun couple looking for fun times or something. And that's it. It gives you no sense of personality. It says you're fun, but it doesn't fucking come out across that way. So for me... They're so fun. And if they're... I've said it twice. Felt badly. I mean, <laughs> you know, okay, I get that. Not everyone has... As, as big a level of education as I do. But everyone has been through school, one assumes to I a certain th- extent. I think this all the time. I keep thinking people went to school and roughly achieved a similar level. Yeah. I mean, some people went on for more. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. You still came out of school, presumably having finished the basics. Yeah. How to read and write and spell. Yeah, I agree. It's um, one of my biggest hates. And it drives me nuts when someone can't, uh, you know, two, two, and two drives me friggin' mental. Two and two and two. Us two, <gasps> you two. Oh yeah. Like that, an hour, an hour, oh, an hour. Yeah, that is terrible. I'm like, just sort your shit out, guys. It's not. I'm. I'm not expecting people to be pitch perfect on all this stuff. I'm really not. No words, Smithians, and eloquence. But but just string a sentence together. Yeah, yeah. be able to do it, or at least you know, even if. Even if you can't get it all right, at least try. Yeah. And it's interesting because we have been friends or are friends with people who can't spell and write for shit. Mm -hmm. But actually, they do try and present it in the right way. And they're not 
they're not lols in their way and and god knows what else in there the way through it so so for me it's really important that people try and kind of pitch this stuff in the right way and that a profile again like your picture should give away your personality it should tell you what the very least you're looking for even if it's just a shopping list that you've had the bothersomeness to write out yourself yeah. helps you know so i'm gonna chuck it in there can i put lol in there as well a just lol. as a sideline I, what, the, what the fuck is a lol it's laughing out loud Ugh. Like, lol is kind of okay. I mean, it's to be fair, is it any different to putting the laughing, crying face emoji? Hey, lol. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, I, I, think, I was just literally jumping on your, your bandwagon there and thought, you know what? I hate lol. Well, lol can be okay. <clears throat> it can be. But if that's... It can all, be overused. Uh, yeah, if it's overused constantly and constantly... Then, lol bugs. Yeah, it, it gets a bit <laughs> irritating. Go on then, wife. Come on. What else? All right, I'm going to scrap my poorly written profiles because that was on my list too. Unsurprisingly. Yes, nailed it. Yes, you did. Right, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with completely shaved men. Completely shaved men? (laughs) Makes it sound like a coconut that you've shaved. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I should explain completely shaved men. Now, this is my preference. Mm -hmm. I like a bit of hair. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a lot. I mean, granted, we know now that peens are not hairy. Brilliant. I mean, like, everything shaved off. Like, chest hair, pubic hair, like, all the hair. Trimmed or shaved? Shaved. Shaved. I can't stand it. Like, someone that, if they were were in a shower, you would struggle to grab them. Like, whoop, 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 whoop. (laughs) Never gonna catch me. (laughs) I'm slippery. (laughs) Uh, No, I I appreciate some manscaping and some grooming. Mm -hmm. That is very um welcome very welcome indeed and very much appreciated but i do not want the last turkey in the shop with stubble it's just not attractive and i think personally um a nice uh, junk is framed a lot um a lot more nicely with a little bit of hair a nice junk it's a nice junk it's framed with a little bit of hair yeah and i love a hairy chest okay like i really like a man to have some hair. If he's got hair. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if he doesn't grow any, that's a bit different. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about someone who has the hair and then chooses to shave it all off. Okay. I'm like, oh. So where do you stand with a hairy back? Well, I try not to stand on them at all. Okay. But, I mean, quite furry. <laughs> 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 like a doormat. Um, You know what? It doesn't really offend me. It really doesn't. So, I'm not going to sit there and look at someone's back. So you'd rather a trimmed hair? I don't mind trimmed. Um, if they want to shave their back, cool, I guess. It's more of a aesthetically um, pleasing look for me of a nice chest with a bit of hair. Okay. Well, this, I think this is much more of a personal. Oh yeah, personal absolutely. This preference. is this is my preference. Yeah, I think we'd struggle to chuck that in the thing. Yeah, I, I think, think you're right. Because I think many some others prefer it. Would prefer that look. So for that reason, it's out. Hey. Hey. All right. All right. My one though. All right. This one's gonna go Is in. Is it completely shaved man? No. <laughs> this this one's going in. How Pe- do you know? Because you'll agree. People who <clears throat> say you aren't swingers unless you're hardcore. <gasps> oh yes. So we've encountered this. People who when when you talk to them, that the, kind of belligerence around the terminology. Old school. Yeah. You, if you you've got to turn up and you've got to fuck, we don't give a shit about whether you establish relationships or not whether you soft swap whatever 
you've got to turn up and you've got to go have full hardcore sex for the, rest of the whole if night. If you're not airtight by 8pm, you're not a swinger. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, we've encountered that. We really have. So for me, it's that approach. It's that sort of belligerent, yeah. sort of, you're not a swinger if. And you can be a swinger if you just turn up and watch or if you put on a show or if you swap, soft swap, hard swap. Full swap, whatever. Well, it's your definition of what your non-monogamy looks like, isn't yes. it? And who's for someone else to define that for you and say, actually, you're not having sex with people, so you're not a swinger? Yeah. Drives me mad. Hmm. Although, for the record, I don't think I've ever gone airtight, but... <clears throat> anyway. No, you haven't gone airtight. No. No, you no, don't no, think. No, no, I was no. Gonna, I'm pretty 100% certain you're that you're... You're pretty 100%. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty and 100% certain. <laughs> But no, I, I agree with you. It's um, it's not a great attitude to be faced with, especially, and I think if you're like new to the lifestyle and then someone comes along and kind of shoots you down in flames because you're not at the level of like swingerisms that you, they think you should be. Yeah. It's, it can be really off-putting. Mm. And we encountered it in the early days, didn't we? Exactly. Yeah. See? Told you it go in. Damn you. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> go on then. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, I'm going to put, or I like to try and put in, ridiculous messages. Ridiculous. 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 Yes. So by that I mean, uh, and I suppose it's linked to the profile thing, but it's more, if someone actually does reach out to you and message you, why the fuck would you just say, hey. Hi. How's you? Wanna fuck. Wanna fuck. And sometimes they've not even spelt fuck properly. (laughs) <laughs> it's just F-U-K oh, oh F-U-X. great pics brilliant what, what am I doing with this where do I go with that yeah these drive me mad they drive me mad I think the, 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 the trickiness for me is that we've put a lot of effort into our profile yeah and we've put a lot of effort into our pictures and actually people aren't reading no. it they're not even paying attention they just see a picture and just want to yeah crack on and I hate just, it yeah Where's my self-worth if I was to, like, reply to that? It's like, you haven't bothered to read my profile, so why should you get any part of me back? Mm. But actually, sometimes those are the ones that I really like to reply to and have fun with. (laughs) It's like cold callers that are trying to tell you that you've had an accident and, you know, or or want to sell you something. It's fun to fuck with them, but it's not fun to fuck them. No. That's the that's the line for me. I know, I know, but they're so frustrating. They are. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy to chuck those. Yes. Womp. There they are. All right, Brilliant. I've got one. All right. Okay. The bi and gay prejudice. I'm going to chuck that straight in the bin. Okay. What do you mean by that? I, I mean, have something similar. Do you? Okay. Not so, quite the same. So for me, the example I'm thinking of in particular is um, people that won't play with. Oh, yeah. Couples where... Okay, that's not quite what I have. So, yeah. So, yeah so, oh, yeah, I've not even finished explaining what I'm going to explain, <laughs> but you're already jumping in and going, oh, I don't have that. I'm not jumping I've in. I've got something different. I'm going to go with what I've got. So, it's, so we, we know a couple that, that have said um, that they won't, wouldn't play with us if we play with a couple where the guy is bi. Yeah. Which is fucking nuts. And how duplicitous. Because, actually, we've... So, we... <laughs> we have played with them. Yeah. Knowing this, yes. had already played with people who had slept with bi people. And I'm trying to remember, did we tell them? We did after. Yeah, we did after. We, did, we challenged that. And yeah. I was like, like well, what are we going to do? Unsleep with us? I know, right? What? What a stupid concept. 
But it's that, I mean, what level of, I mean, it's, I don't think there's an increased risk. It's, just, I don't think it's, an increased... it's uneducated. Yeah. And a really poor kind of lack of tolerance, I think, for people's lifestyles. It's kind of bonkers. But the it whole really is. tolerance. It's very prejudice, isn't well, it? The whole thing, the whole lack of um, fairness around by guys does drive me nuts because fairness is absolutely the core of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it just, it just drives me crazy because I'm like, well, why would you treat someone differently? And I think if you'd have gone back and asked younger Mr. H, you like how he felt about this, he probably would have been like, oh, by a guy in the room, that's kind of scary. But actually, <laughs> like, because I had no experience no. and I had no life on my shoulders. But now I'm older and a bit wiser. I'm like, why would I worry about that? Like, just because someone is by it doesn't mean they want to actually want to fuck me, let alone have any interest, in, you know, all of that stuff is there. So for me, I you know, I want to get that whole level of prejudice just and chuck it out and chuck it in a room. Put it in the bin. One. Yeah, put it in the bin. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, I'm totally there. Whoop! There it is. <clears throat> now so it. mine is a similar kind of vein. Okay. Not quite the same. So it's along similar the lines. Similar main vein. So, <laughs> so it's along the lines of, um, you know, bisexual um, opinions. Bisexual. Bisexual. So for me, it's the um, the being by for the guys. Oh, okay. That drives me mad. So the let's put on a show for oh, our boys. My God, it drives me insane. So yeah, this assumption that the girls are going to put on a show and be by for the benefit of the men. Hmm. Absolutely, it's. N- I do not want to play with that. No, it doesn't do anything for me. So it, I'm, not yeah. only does it do nothing for you. That's not my reason. The reason I don't want to do it is because I want a, a lady to play with me because she wants to. Yeah. And no, not no. purely because she's putting on a show for someone, because it's not authentic. It's not you, what you, she wants to do. You don't get guys going, hey, let's put on a show for our girls, <laughs> do you? And it's funny because it's like, I'm sure half the women concept. would be in, like, you'd be I like, I would down. sit down, get myself a drink, right? Come on, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously but, but I would not want to do that if it was if it was purely for you know the men thinking that that's what a woman wants to see. Yeah. I want to see someone do that because they genuinely want to do it. Yeah. And because it's a genuine turn on for them. Agreed. So yeah, can't stand that skin in the bin for me. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. That's in the bin as well. All right, I've got one. All right. So I've said women in this particular instance, but this is my experience. So okay. I suspect it applies to men equally. Women who just lie there. And or don't listen. Oh, don't, or don't listen? want to listen. Oh. So I think for me, there's there's you occasionally have a play partner who just doesn't engage. Their style is very much that they just like that. Just and they expect passive. you to do everything. I'm very, very passive. I'm like, this does this like this is a two way connection, surely. It's high effort. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that that doesn't turn me on in the slightest. And then you get the other end of it is that you have this conversation about things that you like and they go and do the exact opposite. <laughs> like? Um, so, I, you know, occasionally I've spoken about people who are a wank machine. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay, I can't handle being like wanked milk off, in a cow. Like milking a cow <laughs> at full speed. And I get there are certain, certain situations where people get carried away and they just do that. That's, that's fine. I understand that. But people whose default is that, without even yeah. questioning it, it's just like, 
wank, 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 wank. I'm like, I don't want this. This isn't what this isn't what I want. I can just go and have a wank. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just that kind of listening in, this two way connection, this building this rapport between people. Um, and if that's not there, and it's, people are just doing it because it's an activity, mm. it just feels really hollow. And you know, I'd rather, I'd rather have a, a, a makeout session with someone that's really interested than have sex with someone who's not doing anything for me. Yeah. So I'm chucking that in if if you agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Good work. I thought you were going to go with bratty women. Bratty women. I, yeah, I do dislike <laughs> bratty women. I understand that there's a place for bratty women, though. Oh yeah. So for me, I, I that's just me and people interacting with me. I think, I think broadly, I, I'd hope that people would generally agree with people who don't listen or people who who aren't making an effort should go in the bin. But but people may enjoy bratty women no, I agree. or bratty subs. I get that that might be a thing it's for people. It's not your preference. Yeah, I suspect the vast majority of people are annoyed by them. But, you know, I think that might be someone's someone's cup of tea. Mm. <laughs> All right, okay. So, um, I have another one. Oh, do you? I do. Clever girl. <laughs> Weird one. Uh, lack of smell. All right, like a vampire. Like a, yeah, like a... Vampiric. Like um, an aroma succubus. <laughs> so I, I pulled you in to give you a kiss, right? All right. Yeah. And I grabbed the back of your head very gently and I pulled you towards me. I like where this is going. Yeah. And I, before I kiss you, I just nuzzle into you ever so yeah. softly. And you smell nothing. Right. What happens? I that immediately... That thing goes drier than an arid desert, right? I am immediately like, what the fuck? Now... One of my big turn-ons is smell. Mm-hmm. I thrive is on that because really it's good smell. No, it is not. <laughs> it's, I mean, everyone has their thing, don't they? They really, like, it works for them. Mm-hmm. And for me, I am... Donkey ke- porn. Chemistry, so like a, a gut reaction. Donkey porn has nothing to do with it. <laughs> chemistry and that pull and that adrenaline rush and that thrill of, like, a kiss or, you know, finding, like finding out someone's um kind of smell for the first time is incredibly erotic Mm -hmm. so when i you know when i become intimate with a man or a woman and i start i lean in for that first kiss i i very often search for the the kind of aroma that's coming from them now that could be just a clean smell it could be they've had a shower and they just smell clean Mm -hmm. It could be, uh, you know, they're a little bit excited and you can smell, you know, the kind of like warm skin kind of pheromone kind of thing. Right. Or it could be a a really nice perfume or aftershave. And I don't Mm -hmm. mean like a heavy application of it. I just mean a light touch. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you could smell nothing. And that is like what is happening. I immediately like stops everything for me. Does it? I, I don't know what it is, but it just makes me go, what? Hang on a minute. <laughs> and it kind of like that, that kind of adrenaline rush that I was talking about, but it just immediately sort of goes away. Is it like the absence of personality? Maybe. In a way. For I you. find it really important to me. Mm. I, I agree that it's important. A smell can be such a turn on and it can be so bad as well. I, I think, you know, I've come across uh, um, <laughs> nice smells. 
I've come across smells that are less nice. Yeah, and that again is, is not very good. It can, it can put you off. Or smells that aren't to your taste. Yeah, okay. Um, but I don't think I've come across the absence of smell. I, I have, and yeah. I didn't like it. Okay, so all right. I well, found I, it it's left me a bit, oh, I can, don't know I, where to go now. I can, you know, I can see why you want to put that in. I'm not sure I can necessarily agree with you because mm. I've not had the absence of smell in this situation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's 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 park that one. It, I might come back to it as my bonus thing it, because you you get in the true room one on one you get like a bonus item you can chuck in. Do you? Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Not on yeah, this you one. do. No, this is this is my problem. <laughs> Welcome to my town, wench. <laughs> right. Okay. This one's a silly one. All right. <laughs> so this the two things about the show, right? One, people who ask me what is a podcast. I'm sorry, I should have Googled it. I thought I knew by now. Yeah, I know, right? And, <laughs> and the second one is that, that someone who uses who uses capitals with bedhoppers. Oh, babe, that's it's, so funny. It drives me <laughs> mad. It just drives me nuts. Uh, and have I ever done that? You, you have, <gasps> yes, you have. Oh, you need to go in the bin. What? No, I can't go in the one one. Yes, you can. Just because I'm Welsh? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I smell nice. <laughs> I know you do. So it, it, it's, I think these are more little pet peeves than Room 101ers. But pet peeves make up Room 101. Of they, course they, they do. They do. But to, 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 okay, in the grand scheme of things, these are these are very minor. So occasionally we'll get people ask us, what is a podcast? Sometimes <laughs> <No>. <laughs> via Twitter, sometimes via fab. And I I'm, I'm do find myself a little bit dumbstruck. That's fine. And I do point them out. It's just with them, then when people ask us, oh, where can I download it? And they're looking at our profile and our profile tells you where to fucking get the thing. So I'm kind of like, okay, have horse, the profile, water, drink. So there is that <laughs> sort of, do you want me to drive around to your house, take your iPhone out of your hands and subscribe and show you how to plug your headphones and play? <laughs> does drive me a little bit mad. And the other one is around the, the bedhopper's uh, name. So it should always be in lowercase. Okay, is that because you just don't like capitalising words? I, there's a lot of unnecessary capitalisation in the world. However, right. our brand, our, I think, and this, this people are going to be laughing at me, I suspect. I'm more laughing than at you inwardly now. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not as bad as eating a pizza with your knife and fork, but it's pretty it's, bad. No, this is worse than eating a pizza with knife and fork. <laughs> Bedhoppers is lowercase. It's, uh, that's just what it is. Is it? Certain brands are lowercase. Do you know, I think people capitalise things, though, to add importance. No, people capitalise things. No, I think they do. No, I, so this, this drives me nuts okay, in work. People uh-huh. send me stuff. And it's capitalised for no reason at all because they just feel it's an important word. That's what I just said. They but, want to but, make it important. Yeah, but they just feel... But it's not an important word. It's, it's just them. a fucking word in a sentence. <laughs> like, okay, I can maybe excuse capitalisation if it's in a in a um, oh, like right. headline or something. That's okay. maybe excusable. But generally speaking, day to day, you don't need to capitalise... Here, okay, I'm going to ask you a question then. So you capitalise your name. Yes. All right. Mm. Did very well not to say it then. Yeah. So in the same way, Bedhoppers is a name. Why would you not capitalise Bedhoppers that? is a brand. The way in which that is represented. <laughs> I can understand why people do it. It just drives me mad. I can know. It drives me mad. I go out of my way to put that thing in lowercase every fucking time. What gets me is I've written things, <laughs> send it to people, and then when they published it, it's in capitals all of a sudden. I'm not I'm not gonna kick up about it. It's not like a, a thing where I'm gonna really pull my hair out. It just 
it just annoys so me. So I think what you want to put in Remona 1 is unnecessary capitalisation. <laughs> is that right? Yes. Yes, that's probably it. And, you know, I'll stick this in the poor grammar and poor Is this going to come in with, like, um, how many spaces you should leave after a full stop? One. Oh. Not two? Not two. Oh. It is one. Oh, God. Do we need to take this offline? We are like not... Some, like, crazy sex okay. argument about it? So, my argument would be that if you're printing, <laughs> it should be possibly two if you're old school, but maybe one if you... <laughs> I'm fairly sure you had an argument with Bradford about this, walking around Australia. Uh... Yes, you did. You did. I remember... I've had this argument with about five different people yes, in the lifestyle. Yes, you have, but I specifically remember you having this argument with Bradford. I think it's one. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly onwards, what's your next one? Oh my goodness, you're so funny. All right, this one has a funny story attached to it. <clears throat> um, but, so, it's a bit of a two, two-pronged one. So I'm actually trying to put in DTF. all right so (laughs) so this is a funny one so the actual concept itself i'm putting into room one on one anyway because the concept of down to fuck yeah i find unappealing well this goes back to that right yeah so and this is the funny part so i until uh a holiday relatively recently did not know what dtf meant yeah i i think we've talked about this on the show we may well have done but for the benefit of those who haven't heard it and in the context of what i'm trying to put into room 101 i shall explain it briefly so we were on holiday having a lovely time yeah and (laughs) i believe a, a very merry group of holiday makers took a shine to you and your merry shirts that you paraded around the pool every day and they kept beckoning you over to come and join them with you know, shots and volleyball and all sorts. And they were all wearing um, some hats and vests and had canteens of um, uh, adorned merchandising that said DTF yeah. on the front. Mm-hmm. Now, in my wisdom, in my infinite wisdom now, looking back, I sat on the side of the pool looking very pretty and <laughs> casually mentioned to you, I wonder what... Um, what sports association that is this is not the memory that i carry of this <laughs> you said to me what and you were very much like c3po like oh my i wonder what university DTF yes is. university i'm going to, I'm going to go and ask them i was genuinely and you were there going excuse me youths which university <laughs> is dtf <laughs> And you were in the middle of calling when I actually grabbed yes, you and pulled you, you back. You actually intervened and went, Oh, no, the shame. Don't do it, Mrs. H. I genuinely thought DTF was a kind of educational uh, affiliation of some sort. <laughs> I genuinely did not know. I'll it take meant, you to DTF University. I did not know it actually went down to fuck. And you very quietly took me off to the quiet end of the pool and went, you do know what DTF means, don't you? I'm like, no, is it university? No, no, it's down to fuck. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So you saved me that day from looking and like a said, complete Really? <laughs> really? But they've got it on their hats. I know, they did. They had it on canteens. They had it on T-shirts, hats, you knocking name it. And they had it. Yeah. So, okay. anyway. So, no, no, that's out the way. Yeah. When I realised what the concept down to fuck was... I'm now putting it in for a different reason, which is I dislike the kind of 
implication that because you're in a lifestyle yeah. and you're on fab or yeah. whatever, um, the messages we get where they're basically, oh, yeah, do you want to fuck? Mm-hmm. I just don't like that concept, so generally. Your porn star, porn star name would be Misconception. <laughs> uh, it could be many things. That could be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, um, the, the kind of porn DTF concept I dislike. This goes back to that. You're not hardcore if you're not yeah. hardcore. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, there is this horrible sort of contingent out there that just isn't for us. That, that does have that perception that if you're not going to be, you know, straight away cracking on, um, then you're not part of that lifestyle. And it's interesting me, just... because I was going to put in uh, to the list stereotypes. Mm-hmm. In fact, stereotypes is probably still somewhere in the there mix. There must be more to life. I mean, stereotypes, you know, call them what you want, myths, misconceptions, like all, all the kind of, you know, keys in a bowl, pampas grass, pineapple door knockers, you name it. So all, all the, the the misquoted stereotypes that people immediately jump to as soon as they you say, I'm a swinger. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you're fucking all the time then. Obviously, all you're doing is have some massive wife swap party and you're just literally fucking people all over the place. Mm-hmm. Not so. No. And I really dislike the negative connotations that that brings. Yeah. So I think the DTF brings up that whole shebang, well, if you like. Well, this is interesting because... One of the things that I've got is the press portrayal or the Ooh, media portrayal. Oh, dirty swingers. Of the lifestyle, yeah. 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 And, and this does permeate, you know, even at work events, you know, mm-hmm. somehow it, swinging always seems to come up. Not that I'm talking about it, but it'll be discussed as all oh, those filthy, way. dirty swingers. Yes. Are always there, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, no, this isn't the. The situation yeah. that we're in. Always and... trying to find some seedy little joint to go and have their sexy shenanigans and, you know, bring the neighbourhood down. Absolutely not. It's just so far from reality. I but... mean, granted, there is a reality out there that exists that probably drives that negativity. There is some of that, I think. And these are some of the people that we've banished to room yeah. 101. I think there is also something around the fact that um, if, if if you look at this, this media portrayal of it... Mm-hmm. It it's been going on forever and a day. It's and it's mm. there aren't many spokespeople that are out there actually changing the perception of that. Mm. And I think you know currently we're speaking obviously for UK. Yeah. And you know maybe that's a little bit different across the pond or in you know different places where you live. But certainly in our you know um, our experience in the UK, it has literally been as soon as you say you're in this lifestyle, then you do get faced with these you know these these assumptions and these negative stereotypes like but the flip side is though is that sex sells so if you're going to talk about it in the Mm. media the more sordid the more saucy you can make it the more papers (laughs) you know not that people necessarily sell papers but the more clicks or whatever it is uh, you know the more it's going to sell the more the more people are going to be interested because it's so different to their more mundane lives that they're living right now so salacious it is and people are more, more likely to want to read about the you know the sordid exploits of their neighbour than about the fact that you know they're trying to open a new branch of McDonald's down the road. Well it's you know it's like you know if you talk about gossip and gossip is a terrible can be a terrible, terrible thing. But actually if someone comes up to you and says, Hey, uh, I heard uh, that such and such is sleeping with such and such you'd probably be like, Oh really? I want to know more <laughs> about that because by its very nature that gossip is interesting because it's about someone's home life, it's about their sex life and it's it's fascinating. Mm. The, the interesting thing is is generally day to day we don't speak about our sex lives to n- normal people. It's not office conversation, it's not 
But actually, if that were to change, would gossip of that nature be as interesting? Right. I mean, you know, people still very much see sex lives as, um, you know, private and, you know, they, they don't know what other people's sex lives are like. And the more normal you make it and, and the more you, you do kind of normalise these kind of views that it's okay to um, explore different boundaries within your own relationship if that's what makes you both happy. Yeah. But it's annoying that people judge you for it. And it is annoying that people immediately jump to these negative cons. But it is a seller. I mean, imagine if there was a Fifty Shades of Grey version of the lifestyle. One that actually presented it in a great way. Mm. And it's not that it's not that much of a leap. In fact, if people can look at kink in that way, kink, kink. Um, <laughs> and and that can trigger a level of interest in it far beyond what there was before mm. to the average Joe Soap, and actually, then the, there could be a lifestyle version of that, that that sets up the lifestyle. If you get it right and get rid of all the the shitty ways of presenting it and present it as a as a valid lifestyle choice, but with its pitfalls and how to navigate them, then actually that would be a, a really fantastic way of doing it. Now, what's interesting is is that there's a variety of comics that are starting to land, loads of graphic novels, mm. stories. Cooper, for example, Nathan Swingset does his own yeah. novels and stuff yeah. that incorporate some of this stuff. Various other people do as well. Actually, we're, it's starting to normalise a little bit, I think, but there isn't a great big spokesperson or great big event media thing of you know of that going out maybe we should write to netflix and um you know get our own show or something well there is um there was a show on was it on netflix that we watched uh that one that was off bbc whatnot yeah yeah where they tried non-monogamy and yeah and that was probably the most risque amount of adrian mole into you know something a little bit offbeat that we'd seen it wasn't just your average story of infidelity and you know that kind of thing or someone's sex life being a bit shit it was like oh this is actually the, the choices they made and what they did and it was quite interesting to see it on a mainstream tv show yeah and i think there needs to be more of that stuff to yeah, normalize it in the right way but until you get that level of normalization the media and the way that it's portrayed yeah. is always going to be harking back to 1960s 70s with a medallion around your neck and you know, <laughs> free love free and... love and all that sort of yeah. shit yeah and, and the key links parties with... and yeah, with drugs and yeah, the, the keys in the bowl. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. So is your new show going to be Fifty Shades of Play? <laughs> <laughs> Fifty Shades of Wahey. <laughs> oh dear. Whereas yours, Fifty is, Plays a Day. <laughs> yours isn't Fifty Shaves of Play because that's too much. <laughs> I love that. Right, come on then, Mrs H. All right, okay. Um, I'm going to put in, again, this is my preference. This is my pet hate. Okay. Nipple biting. Okay. Mm. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, okay. Can it go into room one one, please? Well, I think some <laughs> people do like to bite nipples. That's fine if they ask you. Yes. So you're saying that... Assumed okay. nipple biting and tweaking and generally mistreating a nipple without checking it's something that you like. Okay. No, I mean, fine. that's opened a big can of worms, granted. Well, I think the, the consent thing, asking and listening uh-huh. to what people want, is probably... Is, is the bigger is piece. The, is the key bit here. But it always seems, for me, the common denominator seems to be that, interestingly, consent, yes, a lot of people do try and, you know, check in and make sure that things are okay. Yeah. But nipple biting seems to kind of fall under the radar a little bit because it's not terrible it's just a nipple it's not like you're entering someone's orifice or something 
but I find it really offensive that someone would treat my nipple that way without checking if I like it or not. Mm. So why shouldn't it come into the same category? Well, it, it should be a can I or... But then equally... It should, but I think the reason people don't ask is because it's not intrusive in any way. It's not an invasive or, you know, not something that someone would go, oh my God, how dare you do that without asking me? Because it's just a little tweak. But I hate it. You <laughs> just one little waffle thin mint. Do you like the little hand gesture I yeah, did at you, the time? Little, like the, I was tuning in a radio. A very tiny radio. One well, nipples are small. Thin, sorry? Nipples are small. You don't need like lots of fingers to tweak one. <laughs> okay all right but well, i don't like it it hurts and i don't like it personally okay fine well, don't do it i would chuck in consent being all right the overall picture nipple biting i would say some people like in fact i agree some people like it yes and that's fine but i'm talking about the the apparent assumption that if you're in the throes of passion and foreplay then tweaking someone's nipple is guaranteed to do something good okay it's not fair enough all right. Thanks. There we go. What have you Feel got? Yes. What have we got now? Well, actually, um, the only other thing that I've got for me, yeah. for me, yeah. is around the lack of clubs near us. Ah, <gasps> yes. So I think this, yeah. this stems to the fact that actually it gets very frustrating when the, there isn't a local club for you, per se. Mm-hmm. And we certainly found that the nearest club really is a couple of hours away. Realistic, the nearest decent club is a couple of hours away, minimum. Mm. Um so actually, it's very difficult to experience that going to the local club, going to the, you know, going regularly piece. It has to be a big extended trip. It'd be great if there was a place 10 minutes down the road or, you know, even 40 minutes down the road where you could go and come home in in, in one mm. day. But the others are just a little bit further out of reach and therefore you're much less likely to, to, to go unless yeah. it's an overnight sort of event. So for me, it's chucking in that, um, you know, it'd be really nice to have a club near us. Right. So it's just me whinging more than anything yeah. else. Yeah. But other than that, I kind of run out, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm now down to, to listener ones. Cool. Any more that you want to chuck in? I didn't have any more. Uh, I would probably just add a little mini one onto your club gripe uh, right. around, uh, for some reason, the insistence of some clubs that you have to pay for a membership, like a year's membership. Oh, that I, does drive me I nice. really wish they would just adopt the principle of you turn up and you pay, that's it. Why you have to pay for a fucking membership? You may not even want to go back there. The amount of times we've gone up and I don't mind paying an entrance fee. I have no issue at all with that. Mm. But having to pay for a membership on top when sometimes this is your one and only visit. Yeah, I do I just, I just think that's really not okay. And it actually makes me not want to go back to the club. Yeah. No, I, I think that's fair. Good. I did pretty well with my Room 101. You, you did. Should we go through some listener ones? Yes. Yeah. So I'm a glad. I mean, I'm guessing you've got quite a lot, so you're just going to roughly go through some of the things. I'm, I'm going to take them roughly from, from behind. Our listeners? Yes. I'm going to take our listeners roughly. Gosh. You're going to buy them a drink first? Uh, no, no, no. I'm not even going to listen to what they say. I'd quite like a drink. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> but you can wait. Oh. <laughs> you can wait. We've not got too many go-throughs. So, thank you to everyone who sent messages in that's okay i sent lots you did send me lots <laughs> uh, if we don't read them it may be because uh, it repeated a thing or um we lost it so <laughs> very right. sorry in advance if we don't cover it so the b52s wrote to us and they said uh people who wink then ignore any response you send yeah what's the point of that 
so winking would be referring to like famstering as yeah, a witch yeah. one and just nudging you, whatever it is, yeah, and then ignoring them. I think in certain circumstances, yeah. So if they wink you and then ignore the response, that's frustrating. Or maybe it's just uh, a kind of nod to the fact that they like your profile but don't want to do anything more. Mm. But equally, it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> uh, single guys who pester you for meets during the week, knowing full well you can only meet weekends and are never available when you are looking for a meet. Yeah, that must be frustrating. I can imagine that would be quite yeah. frustrating. Time is precious. Yeah. Uh, someone else said <laughs> someone else said I've, I love your list yeah, it's, it's a really good it's list it's so well organised uh, I don't think I've copied do, 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 do. I love that profile name really do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. that sounds like do, a gorilla do, do, song do, do, do. so uh, couples who message expression and interest then ignore a reply yeah so again that's very similar to the, the, the elusive wink, winkers yeah, yeah. uh so some of our friends, uh, some scientists said Room 101, people who spoil movies. But that's fair in any situation, really. People who spoil movies? Yeah. That's not restricted to the lifestyle, surely? No, I think it's because I because we see Star Wars a day earlier than them and I threatened to send them the results of, the, of how the oh, film Oh, God, went. you're a monster. I know, right? I, I, I completely like... understand that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so our, our good friend Loz. Oh, right, yeah. Sent us a message. Uh, she said, uh, da, 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 uh, without a doubt, time wasters should go into room. Oh, room. yeah. No, time wasters are a pain in the butt. And when one of the couple is absolutely gorgeous, but the other really isn't. Oh, that is such a pain. It and that happens a lot. It does happen. There is always an abal- a balance. But we talked a lot about we taking did. on for the team yeah, last we week. So we did. won't go into too much detail on that. Um, okay, so United Swingdom. Hello, folks. Uh, you made it sound like they're in the room. Well, no. The way you were like, hello, folks. Hello, folks. And <laughs> um, what are you doing in our front room? You weren't invited. <laughs> Trifling around our bins again. Anyway, hello, folks. Uh, they said, maybe it's not just lifestyle related, but it pickles my cucumber that bisexuality is so much more accepted in women than in men. Ah, uh, yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? Absolutely grinds my gears, too. Yeah, I know that you covered this recently, though. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. The Complete Lack of Sexy Clothes for Men for Dressing Up for Club Nights, Parties, etc. Okay, no, I agree with it. But what would you define as a sexy man outfit? Because it's very easy for women to adopt a sexy outfit for a club. Mm-hmm. Men, you, well, actually, all you can really wear is trousers and a top. Well, there's, there's like a suit. <laughs> but what would you what would you define? What would you say was a sexy outfit for well, a man? Well, you see, I think the, the the sort of generic wandering around the club stuff, I think, is 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 more about making a good effort and mm. looking smart. So, like a suit or shirt and yeah. trousers, um, and you know, ironing the thing and tucking it in, having nice shoes or whatever. So, I think there is a a sense of style about that. I think when you you strip down, it's a lot more difficult for guys to be yeah. sexy. That said, you can get some nice, awesome, fun boxer shorts or, or yeah. shorts or pants or whatever like that a statement. look good, that, that mm. make a statement. So, and I think, you know, Bradford, for example, from by the by, does this very well. And he'll wear underwear yep. that's very out there. Sometimes but, he wears it on his back and pretends it's a backpack. Yes, yeah, sometimes he does that. But equally, <laughs> he, he does turn that into a bit of a, a you know, a bit of a show. Yeah. So it's perfectly possible to do that. I mean, I've got some nice shorts that I like to wear. Um, but again, it depends on who we're meeting and who we're seeing. So if I know they like, for mm. example, um, they're, they're nerdy into people. nerdy people, then actually the gremlins pants might might well come out. 
Yeah, the Pac-Mans. Or the Pac-Mans, if they're into Pac-Man. Or um, sometimes it's the Star Wars pants. And it just... But it all depends on the mood that you're trying to go Mm. for and and what you're dressing up for. I think you you are a little bit limited, to be honest. You you know, I, I don't think a vest is a sexy look. So you really look down to shorts and pants and whatever that are, are cut in the mustard but it's it's tricky to get that balance right so i would say think about the audience and think about what guys are wearing anyway so rumor on a one yes i agree generally speaking it's tricky for guys to get that right uh sweet tea and whiskey said uh as they mentioned they're currently on their soapbox about terrible profiles and terrible messages yeah yeah definitely Agreed. definitely 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 uh let's have a look uh um Melly Mia, I think that's right. Or Melly Mia one. Uh said list of demands from ranty angry folk. Yeah. That, that's a bit shit. Yeah. Body shaming, too slim, too fat, not got enough boobage, etc. Mm-hmm. Excellent choice of boobage though. Boobage. Boobage. That's <laughs> good. Slut shaming and judging on number of varies. And that's tricky. That's an interesting one, actually. Uh, so verifications being of course the people that you've met in a lifestyle and have chosen to leave you some kind of endorsement or yeah. review yeah okay now not everyone does that do they because if you've met multiple times anyway for example yeah. you may not keep leaving berries yeah and you may not do in a club for example and however we've been guilty of that in the past i think where we've actually felt oh i don't know what i think about this couple because they haven't got many verifications so I not think so we, much now. We've been guilty of both sides of that fence. We have, I think, I think. We, we've said there's not enough varies. Well, there's, and too, there's many. too many. <laughs> and I think that was probably a lot earlier in our when our we journey. were a little bit naive. Yeah, and I think as we've gone on, we've we've chilled out a lot yeah, more about I think that. So too. And actually, the number doesn't frighten us, and the, the certainly from the smaller amount doesn't bother us. We know that there's certainly with new new folks that are just joining the lifestyle. Mm. There's probably a a level of care or extra care that needs to go into it. And often they want some level of guidance. Yeah. But actually, if they're very, very new. But broadly speaking, the larger numbers of berries aren't, aren't no, frightening at I all. I don't even look at them now, no. weirdly. So, uh, racism hidden under the guise of preference. Challenge your thinking, people. That's fair enough. All right. Uh, so, Emerald Debauchery. Nice. Say, sorry, but gotta be no kissing for me. I don't get it. You want me to suck your dick, but you won't kiss me. Sorry, out the <laughs> oh door. Oh my god, I've ranted about this for so much, so long, haven't I? I'm always ranting about it. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, I I've get that people really have struggle rules. with these these uh, rules around intimacy, where I still think sucking someone's junk is way more intimate than a kiss. Yeah. But all right, each to his own. I get it. I don't get it. I do. <laughs> I do get it. <laughs> oh, you'll get it. All right. Ooh. So, uh, new. To uh, are you doing a weird song? My you... <laughs> I think it's something a, a, an Ewok said. To you, you to me, no, uh, um, a jowl. Um, oh, teeny, you should know. Yeah, um, said our biggest is no men picks. Ah, oh, right, yeah. So drives like, me it's mad. Just yeah, women, agreed. and where where's the man? Yeah, what's wrong with man? him? Um, blurred lines said zero effort from the male half. Absolutely yeah. agree on this one. Uh, the so ones annoying. that sit there in their holy boxes. Hold me closer, holy boxes. Holy boxes? Yeah, boxes with holes in them. Oh. Not like sponsored by the holy hand grenade, whatever it is. Oh. Um, not weird. getting involved in the group messages. But uh, expect on the night of the play well, dates to stay quiet yeah. until it's in full swing, then insert themselves onto the proceedings. Usually Mrs. G's mouth. 
Oh. Well, it's a very specific reference. But, yeah. But, but equally, it's I can very understand... specific the... to Mr. G. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. I think, I agree. actually, people do need to interact a bit more. And, and the more you... But this, this goes for anyone who doesn't interact, I guess. I know it's not everybody's thing, but broadly... You, you all want to get on and you yeah. all have a common goal. So, actually, it's very weird if one of the party isn't that forthcoming... Because it's very difficult to build a connection with someone that you're going to be seeing intimately and then actually doesn't bother to really build that with you. Yep. I agree. Yeah. So um, Our Secret Life said, um, fab profiles with no pictures of the man. Yep. Yep. Uh, or where the only pictures of men are dick pics. Yep. Yep. Dick pics and vag pics in general. I think they looked at my list when I was eating these yeah. tacos. Uh, grainy, <laughs> unflattering pictures that look nothing like the actual person when yep. you get to the let's send face pic stage. Profiles with no information that tells us what the other couple likes. Uh, single word messages. Too yeah. many single men in clubs, especially wank zombies. Yep, mm. agree. Uh, people that don't clean up after themselves in clubs. I think that's it for now. Yeah, that is pretty grim. Or they say. I assume it's them. Um, okay. Kitty Dagger says, uh, coming on too strong. We like to get to know who you are before talking the sex. Be interested in my brain or you won't get the rest. And a wow. lovely brain it is too. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, very true. Uh, Damp Nylons said, ghosting. Just <gasps> say no. We're here to have fun, not Oh, Mary. ghosting was going to be on my list, but mm-hmm. I figured I had too many already. Yeah, you were a bit intolerant overall. Jeez, that, that ghosting situation wound me up so much. I know it did. It did. You sought vengeance. Yeah, I did. You'd have sent, you know, what's her name out of Kill Bill to... Uma Thurman? Yeah. Yeah, she would have fucked me up. Beatrice... Beatrice, yeah. yeah. There we go. I was supposed uh, to beep now. Beep. <laughs> yeah. uh, poor grammar and the ever-present how are you intros with very Ugh. little profile to go on. Last and by no means least, ironically, the passive-aggressive profiles on Fab. We don't want this or that, etc. <laughs> I like the They make me laugh. <laughs> to any institute that is looking at the pictures. Oh, you don't have permission to do this. Why is it always aimed at Sydney? Yeah. Weird. Sydney University, you guys are cunts. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to use my pictures. <laughs> Everyone again. else is fine, but Sydney, yep. no. Yep. Any Don't even uni. look at them. <laughs> <laughs> you can be from Sydney College, but not the university. <laughs> I don't even know if it was a college. There. Anyway, right. Uh, Swinger Diaries uh, said that, shockingly, even for our favourite hobby, which has completely enriched our lives, we've got a long list of complaints. Uh, because they asked, we couldn't resist sharing. There's their top 20 on their podcast. So they didn't link through to that. So if you look at the pic- uh, the tweet that we put out you can click through and listen to them and get a good old download nice butt plug sorry plug what nice butt plug <laughs> <sighs> you suck <laughs> you suck uh, uh, <clears throat> there was uh, what else we've got uh, newbie couple said uh, oh where do we start we would like to put ghosting in the bin yeah and the reasoning behind this is when we tried to compliment a certain couple about their funny informative podcast only to find that Fabmin didn't pass on the message Still binge wow, listening. Wow, Sounds like something we would do. To, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think that was definitely something that we did do. And we are very, very sorry for not yeah, replying Yeah, life sooner. got a bit prickly for a while. We weren't very good. Life finds a way. <laughs> it really does. So, um, Negroni cheesecake. Oh, yeah. Hello. How are you doing? I'd love a Negroni right now. You've just had a Negroni. Oh. I, I ran want, out ages ago. Do you want ago. a Negroni in and around your mouth? Yeah. Yeah, I bet you do. So much. Filthy, filthy wench. <laughs> so, um, hang on a second. I've lost But him. not cheesecake. I don't like cheesecake. Not cheesecake. Okay, fine. So, he said, for me, this may be unpopular, fancy dress. 
Oh, it'd be unpopular with you. Negroni Pie and I actively avoid events because we don't want to be dressed up as superheroes in beach wear or covered in globe paint. I just want to dress like an adult. Now, my point to, to Negroni was that he would have made the perfect Superman slash Clark Kent combo. <laughs> You're so funny. But, uh, which I do genuinely think he would look quite good in a suit with like a Superman thing underneath uh-huh. and the tie to one All side. Right, yeah. I can imagine him doing it. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I have to say, I'm kind of a little bit with him on this. What? You betray her. No, I'm not. No, I'm. You've betrayed me. I have done nothing but fucking moan at you with this costume. This cuts deep. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It should come as no surprise to you. I am literally so done with costumes. (laughs) Like the next lifestyle holiday we go on, no costumes. Maybe costumes. Depends where we go and what we do. Oh God, the costumes—they exhaust me. They—they they do exhaust you, but you they had to. Right, okay, you say this, but you have fun when you've got them. I know. The, the bit that exhausts you is the shopping yes. round for them. You seem to enjoy the dressing up, and you eventually, seem, yes, but you don't like <laughs> the picking of the outfits. Nope. And you don't like someone else picking the outfit. Nope. Because intolerant witch. Yep. So, but that sounds like a really lame Marvel hero. <laughs> the intolerant witch. <laughs> Uh, does she like really ineptly try and the like the power of dismissal <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um oh she launches dismissals uh, I think I am intolerant witch <laughs> <laughs> so I think the costumes can be fun and we've had fun in and around the costumes but also they are a pain in the ass and they, they do take time they shouldn't be to the detriment of your enjoyment no they shouldn't because if you have to spend so much time thinking about them and worrying about them and frantically trying to get things together and turning your front room into fucking Tony Hart's studio it's like oh god I'm so done with this I just want to turn up and have a drink and sit in a bikini but I like see I, I like the effort like that goes on with it. and that's where it's a bit different so I the fact is that we're going to the the Desire escapades with the swing set, and last year when we went to Desire, we enjoyed the costume bit. It was fun. This year we haven't put any more effort than we put in last year. We put the same <laughs> amount. So I'm not, you know, I get, and my stress level has been just as high. <laughs> I know because you just don't give a shit about it. Oh. But equally, you, you you don't give a shit about different things to me. So you, you don't care about going to like seminars or going to watch live podcasts being recorded. You don't, that's not your thing. That's not your bag. Whereas I like to get involved in that stuff because that's where my interest yeah, is. Yeah, I know. So, and this is why this works for us because actually you're, a, you're able to sit and chill out by a pool drinking mimosas, not Jason Mimosa. Um, I would not drink Jason Mimosa. Would you not? Not no. have caught off him. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't. No. I'm just it just doesn't do anything for me. No. no. Even in the Aquaman costume. Not really. Really? Okay. Not fast. Oh, fair enough. That's well, each to their own. But you would sit there happily drinking mimosas um while I was doing something different. <laughs> Can I have the Jason mimosa, please? <laughs> 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 this man turns up a fucking mermaid's tail, clutching like Under a, the sea. a peach bellini or something. <laughs> I did not ask for Jason Mimosa. <laughs> Fine, I'll take your drink. <laughs> Be gone with you. Back to the sea, foul demon. Back to the sea. <laughs> Get your hair cut. <laughs> so, okay. Oh and I think that's why it works for us is because I like the investment in the costumes and the I fun. I know you do. But I don't like it all the time. It's because we're going away. We're going to a different environment and we can apply that. 
I think like a Halloween thing is fine, yeah. and I get that. But if every night was the same, then it would just drive me nuts. The difference is, though, is that as we said, as a as as a lady, you get the opportunity to dress up every time we go. Mm. It also causes just picking which underwear you're going to wear causes you a migraine because you hate having to pick it and you can't do it. Whereas I'm like, oh, which suit and trousers am I going to wear, whatever it is, or which shirt? I I do feel for men sometimes. I think as women, we probably have um, a lot more at our disposal, really. You know, I can wear braces. Nice. Oh, my God. Game changer. I know, game changer was a little bit. (laughs) Or I can, you know, or a bow tie, or one that glows, whatever it is. One that glows. One that glows. (laughs) So there there are things I can do but that range is limited. Whereas actually, yeah. if it's if it's fancy dress, I get to put a little bit of me into that, or a lot of me. In the uh, case maybe a lot of fur into it. A lot as of well. fur into it, whatever, mm. and 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 have fun that way. Equally, you know, I I have a background of being a massive massive nerd, and I like things like Comic Con, and I like things like that that where you conceal people's creativity because if I can see that, then I get to know a bit of their personality as I see the effort they've put in. I dread Equally, to think what people are going to think. Of me when I rock up in Arthur's costumes. Well, I think they're going to think you're cute and that you have a husband who's incredibly nerdy <laughs> and very driven to chuck all the costumes he can. To be fair, many of the costumes that we've picked for this particular thing uh-huh. are stuff that we've already had lying around. Uh, potentially some of them. Yes. <laughs> some of them not so much. Some of them are mix and match bits that we've had from previous <laughs> excursions, so it's fine. Okay. Okay. So anyways, right. but I do tend to agree that... that, that Fancy dress for the sake of fancy dress can be a bit irritating. It can be a level of fatigue attached. I mean, to that. I, I remember years ago, our group of friends at home constantly. Every party was a fancy dress party. Oh my god! Yeah. And it was just like like it's what? such a ball ache. Yeah, it was like really. What do we do now? <laughs> but once in a blue moon, it's nice. It's fun. I agree. So that's where I'm sitting. So, um, but because we like him, we'll chuck it in anyway. Because you know. yeah, all right. done right okay mrs h anything else that you want to add about your um hour and 25 minutes of intolerance it's been so cathartic thank you has it i really hope some people can identify with some of these and i must stress these are my own pet hates they are not shared opinions i know potatoes and i'm certainly not trying to um offend any groups or people no not generally i mean you don't really care if they're offended or not, mostly. Oh, fuck it. I don't care. I've had a blast. I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all going to be one-on-one. <laughs> and I think, you know, as we said at the start of this, we actually um, really believe that the lifestyle has enhanced our lives and, and has really made a difference to us. Oh, God, yeah. Both generally speaking, it's been and lovely. as individuals. So there is a lot to learn, a lot to, to get out of that. Um, but that doesn't mean that the whole approach... Um, doesn't have its moments where you do throw your head back and scream to the sky in annoyance. And some of these moments that we talked about today have, have been quite, quite Absolutely. Personal. And, you know, Room 101 is just for things that you're, are your own personal bit of hell. Exactly. <laughs> and you just like to say goodbye to them. <laughs> right. Well, on that note, uh, we'll be in Desire. Great. We need to see Jason Mimosa. With all the fur. With all the fur. Drinking Jason Mimosas. Exactly. <laughs> and then we'll be back in a couple of weeks. as per normal. Right. All right, Mr. H, do the thing. Thanks for hopping into our bed. So, uh, what's Aquaman's favourite food? What? Jason's samosa.
Oh my god. <laughs> Have you spent an hour and 26 minutes thinking of that? No, I did come up with it just then, on the spot. That's pretty good. It was pretty good, right? Yeah. So what's the opposite of room 101? It's like room 010. Like, what's the good things that you'd put into the lifestyle? I mean, the, the opposite of room 101, technically, is uh, Desert Island Discs. Really? Mm-hmm. Actually, the concept of a show when it moved to TV was Desert Island Discs, because in the things people would most want to take with them to a desert island. But why is it Discs? Because that was a radio show. <laughs> All right, what would you most like to take with you to a desert island is the exact opposite concept. I'm confused now. Why? Why is me picking which record I like or which CD? Oh, don't be so pedantic. What? I'm not pedantic. <laughs> All right. So, what would you most like to take with you to a desert island? Oh, let's think. Uh, how many robots can I take? None. Mm. What the fuck would you do with a robot on a desert island? Transform it. Would it? Rust. No, it wouldn't. It's made of plastic and metal. <laughs> I would take Yoko because she would be very useful. What if you eat her? <laughs> There's no meat on her. She can bury little tiny holes in the sand and keep me entertained. That would entertain you for a lifetime on a desert island. <laughs> a tiny chihuahua digging holes in a sand. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Brilliant. She'd be good. While Jason Mimosa sits there and eats samosas. <laughs> your island sounds People's shit. People drinking mimosas. I'm not hoping to get stranded on your island. I'll take my ukulele, because like it's an island. Oh my god. In my purgatory. island. Absolute purgatory. What? Would what? anyone else be on this wretched island with you, listening to you playing your ukulele? Well, actually, I can't take you I'm with me. I'm not going with... Well, you, I no, can't. I can't. Because, and what we didn't mention earlier on, is I actually have lost my wedding ring. <gasps> we didn't talk about this, you're right. I know, wedding ring We're going. no longer married. I know, so it's a terrible situation, which Mrs. H is using... For us to get married Always again. Always be seeking opportunity in misfortune. <laughs> well, she wants us to get married and have a Pokemon-themed wedding. Right. And then have a new ring yourself. Ourselves. <laughs> well, New rings all round. So I think that the opportunity... Including rings for the pets. The, the pets do not need rings. It could be rings. the ring bearers. <laughs> the might... one ring. Yoko it could be a ring like and a Pokeball. Trixie ringsters. It wouldn't be in a Pokeball. That's rubbish. It'd be in one of those uh, Legend of Zelda chests. The What a pleasant surprise. Exactly. So um, what would you put on your island then? Pokemon. Pokemon. All of the Pokemon. Except Apom, because that's shit. So you, Mr. Mime. hate Apoms. Mr. Mime would be wandering around. Oh, God, I hate Mr. Mime. He's just a cunt. No one likes that ass. <laughs> Those freaking mimes. No one likes mimes anyway. So anyway, I lost my wedding ring. I don't know yeah. how. I don't know where it's gone. It, no. the, the problem was, is I've gotten slightly slimmer. Uh, well, certainly oh, a lot slimmer than when you. we got married. I oh, know. wait. I'll just get my really tiny violin out <laughs> and cry you a river, shall I? <laughs> and um, As I sit here expanding more rapidly than your freaking ego. Well, if you keep eating those Jason Mimosas on samosas. <laughs> Jason Mimosa fish fingers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I, I don't know how I've lost it. It's just dropped off my finger somehow. Right. And it's gone. So we're no longer married. How convenient. Which which means, that does that technically mean that we're still swinging? <gasps> oh. I reckon we just get married again. Do you? Mm. 
So how long have I got to figure out if I can upgrade before this? <laughs> upgrade what, you shit? Just <laughs> buy yourself a new dog and ukulele. <laughs> if you're very lonely island. I'm going to have a fleet of chihuahuas on my island. Good luck. <laughs> Most stressful island ever. We run around yapping, <laughs> shaking, trembling, <laughs> fighting. Yes, I should be fed on their hatred. <laughs> Mr. H's island of chihuahua hatred. And your faith in your chihuahuas is yours. Oh, Jason and Mimosa just wandering around like we were trying drinks. Anyone want my drinks? <laughs> oh, fuck off, Jason and Mimosa. No one wants your fucking drinks. <laughs> Get your hair cut. <laughs> <laughs>